At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Countdown with Keith Olbermann is a production of iHeartRadio. Four weeks ago today, I said Trump had degenerated into America's Hitler and I got grief for it. And yesterday, he threatened America's Jews and told them they, quote, have to get their act together, adding before it is too late. And they had better support him for supporting Israel. And once again, he implied that they were Jewish first and American second. And no, the fact that he used to keep a book of Hitler's speeches in a cabinet next to his bed is nothing to worry about. Donald Trump is an anti-Semite. He has always been an anti-Semite. And anything that he has done that has not been overtly anti-Semitic has been transactional. And there was always something in it for him. And those of the Jewish faith were just incidental to the process. And this should be shatteringly important to you, whatever your faith and whatever your background. There is actually a chance you did not see his social media post. Good luck finding it on the front page of the major news websites, let alone analysis of it. Let me read it in its entirety first and then translate its meanings. And those meanings are genuinely ominous, even for this new apocalyptic Trump. Quote, no president has done more for Israel than I have. Somewhat surprisingly, however, our wonderful evangelicals are far more appreciative of this than the people of the Jewish faith, especially those living in the U.S. 
Those living in Israel, though, are a different story. Highest approval rating in the world could easily be PM. U.S. Jews have to get their act together and appreciate what they have in Israel before it is too late! Exclamation point. The first thing to note is Trump's unshakable conviction that Americans of Jewish heritage are actually loyal first, or should be loyal first, to Israel. People of the Jewish faith, especially those living in the U.S. This is one of the oldest tropes about that religion, that there is an implied dual citizenship, a certain uncertainty as to where royal loyalty really lies. All anti-Semites believe this. All rulers who ever purged Jews believe it. Hitler began with it. In 2018, at a Hanukkah event at the White House, addressing Americans who happened to be Jewish, Trump referred to Israel as, quote, your country. A year later, he said that any Jewish American who voted for a Democrat might be disloyal. Just last year, he asked a reporter from an Orthodox Jewish magazine, quote, I did the Heights, I did Jerusalem, and I did Iran. The Iran deal was a disaster, right? Also, I did many other things. Jewish people who live in the United States don't love Israel enough. Does that make sense to you? I'm not talking about Orthodox Jews. I believe we got 25% of the Jewish vote, and it doesn't make sense. It just seems strange to me, unquote. Translation of that quote and of the social media post yesterday, courtesy a Gentile, me. As president, he gave Israel gifts. He was nice to them when, you know, he could have been openly anti-Israeli or anti-Semitic. You'd think they would fawn over him for not openly hating them. Let's go out of sequence and cut to that money quote. U.S. Jews have to get their act together and appreciate what they have in Israel before it is too late, end quote. This is not subtle. It is obviously a threat or a threat couched as a warning. Either way, it is a repeat of the way Trump's diseased mind works. People hate you. I helped you. You haven't been grateful enough. You're Jewish. Israel is your country. I helped Israel. If I'm not there to help Israel, you'll be sorry, so you better start supporting me more, or else. But maybe the most important part of that post is the seemingly throwaway reference to the evangelicals. It actually explains the whole thing. Trump says, quote, our wonderful evangelicals. These, of course, are the religious nuts who will support him no matter what because they think he is part of the most screwball Bible prophecy of all the screwball Bible prophecies. They are far more appreciative of his support for Israel than are American Jews. The Trumpian tell, though, is adding the phrase somewhat surprisingly. This is his standard misdirection, making it seem as if he doesn't understand something, quote, somewhat surprisingly, always means he understands it fully and realizes its dark implications and wants to distance himself from it and imply he doesn't understand it. Somewhat surprisingly, and the obsession with Israel on the part of those wonderful evangelicals is about as dark as it gets. If you don't know this yet, sit down. Four and a half years ago, Newsweek printed this remarkable headline, quote, Trump will start the end of the world, claim evangelicals who support him. 
Evangelical Christians believe in, quote, end times, what they call prophecy and what others call stuff somebody made up to fleece the gullible. Jerusalem, where Trump moved the American embassy, is the centerpiece of this fire and brimstone saga. Let me quote some of the Newsweek piece about this whole nonsense. Quote, what kickstarts the end times into motion is Israel's political boundaries being reestablished to what God promised the Israelites, according to the Bible. Nate Pyle, a pastor and author of a book about Jesus, told Newsweek. Most evangelicals subscribe to a belief in premillennialism, the belief that the second coming of Christ will begin a 1,000-year period where Christ will rule over a peaceful and prosperous earth, Neil J. Young, a religion historian, told Newsweek. Young, who holds a Ph.D. in history from Columbia, writes frequently on evangelical culture and politics. Quoting him again, Israel is a key part of this story, too, as Christians believe that events there are fundamental to bringing about the end times. Meanwhile, the evangelical belief in the end times also includes the eventual conversion to Christianity of the Jewish people. The scenario begins when Christ comes to earth to take the living Christians who believe in him to heaven and resurrect the dead who were true Christians at an event called the rapture. Afterwards, it is believed that the Antichrist will reign on earth during the seven-year period of tribulation. You didn't mishear anything in there. The evangelical fascination with Jerusalem is about Christ returning and converting the Jews or killing them. There is a history professor at the University of North Texas named Elizabeth Oldmixon, who studies nothing but this bizarre connection between the evangelicals and Israel and now Trump. Vox interviewed her and got to the whole convert or die thing. Quoting her, they believe that before Christ will return, there will be a tribulation where Christ defeats evil. There will be natural disasters and wars and perhaps an antichrist, as the book of Revelations notes. Then at the end of that period, the people of the Mosaic Covenant, including the Jews, will convert. Then after their conversion, the great millennium starts. Now, the Vox reporter quite naturally asked the following question. And uh, what about the people who don't convert? What becomes of them? Professor Oldmixon answered, quote, Well, according to the evangelicals who believe this, they'll end up with the rest of the unsaved, which means they'll be wiped out and sent to hell. Nice, huh? Trump's support for Israel is based on his need for evangelicals to support him, and the evangelicals support Israel, because later on, in episode 932, all the Jews are converted or killed. So if you want to take the darkest view of that last sentence from Trump, U.S. Jews have to get their act together and appreciate what they have in Israel before it is too late. He's literally warning them about annihilation. Now, if that interpretation seems extreme to you, well, maybe. But consider some ancient Trumpian history. On the subject of Trump and Hitler, Hitler was first invoked by, Hitler was first made relevant by, Trump. It is not quite two months yet since his former chief of staff, General Kelly, demanded to know why, quote, you effing generals, why can't you be like the German generals in World War II? And when challenged with the fact by Kelly that it was German generals who tried to kill Hitler, Trump shouted Kelly down and said, no, 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 they were totally loyal to him. And it is four years since Trump, at a commemoration of the dead of World War I, 
said to Kelly, quote, well, Hitler did a lot of good things and then talked about Hitler's economic improvements. And it is 32 years, 32 years ago last month, since Marie Brenner wrote in Vanity Fair, Ivana Trump told her lawyer that from time to time her husband reads a book of Hitler's collected speeches, which he keeps in a cabinet by his bed. And then this reporter, Brenner, asks Trump if his cousin John gave him that book. And Trump says, actually, it was my friend Marty Davis from Paramount who gave me a copy of Mein Kampf. And then it was Marty Davis who said, no, he didn't give Trump that Hitler book, Mein Kampf. He gave him Hitler's My New Order, which was Hitler's book of his own favorite speeches. And Trump comes back and then tells Marie Brenner, if I had these speeches, and I'm not saying that I do, I would never read them. There was another quote in that article from 32 years ago this month attributed to one of the attorneys. Donald, the lawyer said, is a believer in the big lie theory. If you say something again and again, people will believe you. Donald Trump, author of The Big Lie, 1990. Oh, by the way, Trump, who at best scolded America's Jews and doubted their loyalty to both their country and to Israel, and who at worst played into this convert-or-die prophecy of the evangelicals, and who used to keep Hitler's speeches by his bedside and who picked up Hitler's campaign habit of holding rallies at airports so he could descend from the heavens and invoke divinity of some sort in his super airplane, Trump endorsed Lee Zeldin for governor of New York State yesterday. Lee Zeldin is Jewish. And though Trump just threatened him and every other Jewish person in this country, one way or the other, Lee Zeldin did not refuse the endorsement. This is a special edition of Countdown because I felt that Trump opened a can of worms with that get their act together before it is too late posting. We'll look inside the can of worms next. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you run for office or take on the country's biggest problems, but they can help you solve one of the peskiest problems at home, pests. You know, the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, even the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. Their expertly trained technicians may not know intricate political strategy, but they know their local pest pressures. And with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it. Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T-E-R-M-I-N-I-X.com to book online today. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast 
is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. More now on the aftermath of Trump's social media post yesterday threatening, as he called them, quote, people of the Jewish faith, especially those living in the U.S. Eleven days ago now, the House Judiciary GOP Twitter account, that's supposedly run by Jim Jordan of Ohio, posted a three-word tweet, quote, Kanye, Elon, Trump. As the kids say, That sure aged well, but at least it brought us some insight. Trump's buddy and stooge Kanye West has now gone on what is at least his third deranged anti-Semitic rant in the last two weeks. One of them was so bad, the producers of the program scrapped the entire show and may have burned the actual recording. But the producers of the podcast Drink Champs, they burned nothing but what was left of Kanye West's reputation. Uh, we made the White Lives Matter tease, mm. and then when I put up the the tweet, the DefCon tweet, now nah, he ain't he ain't releasing the tease because mm. he's Jewish. Mm. And I'm like, see, this is my exact point that I'm mm. making. Mm. Like Jewish people have owned the black voice, mm. whether it's through us wearing a Ralph Lauren shirt, or it's all of us being signed to a record label, or having a Jewish manager or being signed to a Jewish basketball team or doing a movie on a Jewish platform like Disney. Mm-hmm. And we understand it's like, I, I respect what the Jew, Jewish people have done and how they brought their people together. Mm-hmm. You know, they came into money uh, through the lawyers mm-hmm. when uh, after Wall Street, when, um, when all of the um, like the Catholics, they wouldn't they wouldn't divorce people. Right. So the right. Jewish lawyers came and they were willing to divorce people. That's when they first came into their money. So like say with me and Jay, with our our culture, with the with the darker Jews. First just, of all, because you got that happens when anybody starts talking deep. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. With the yeah. dark with the darker Jews, the twelve lost tribes of, mm-hmm. of Israel, who we mm-hmm. are, because we Jewish also. We right. we from Africa also. We the blood of Christ. So. We're not just black. We are Jew, just like the Jewish people. And now we're coming into money. But the main thing is, I got to drink the Ducey over the Hennessy mm. as the first step to us coming together, like how the Jewish people came together. Mm. But we couldn't even talk about... I remember Ben Horowitz called me after 444 and said, I don't know about Jay giving up business, Jewish business secrets. Mm, and these secrets. Said, we, we talk about um, building up the, uh, the, the properties and stuff like that. Yeah, on 444. These secrets, can't, they not finna be a secret no more. 
Somewhere, Walt Disney would like a word with Kanye West. Man, he is just unhinged. And yet, Donald Trump's man. Here, if you've forgotten, is where this started around the time of West threatening to go Death Con 3 on the Jews. By now, I guess you have heard that the Vice News site Motherboard got hold of outtakes from the Tucker Carlson interview with West. My first impression was, my God, this is one of the greatest editing jobs of all time. Quote, the enemies of his ideas dismissed West, Tuckson Carlson said on Fox, as they have for years, as mentally ill, too crazy to take seriously. Look away. Ignore him. He's a mental patient. Is West crazy? You can judge for yourself as you watch what we're about to show you. Well, sir, they cut this part out. Planned Parenthood was made by Margaret Sanger, a known eugenics with the KKK, to control the Jew population. When I say Jew, I mean the 12 lost tribes of Judah, the blood of Christ, who the race the people known as the race black really are. Hmm. There's like seven crazy things just in that one soundbite. And Motherboard did not upload another clip in which it says West told Carlson that fake children were sent to his home. He identified one of them by name and, quote, I mean like actors, professional actors placed into my house to sexualize my kids. He said that the son of an associate of his was not her real son, quote, we don't, we didn't even believe that this person was her son because he was way smarter than her, right? But they did post this Kanye West clip about his kids, and back we go to your favorite anti-Semitic tropes. And now you look up, and my kids are going to a school that teaches black kids a complicated Kwanzaa. I prefer my kids' new Hanukkah than Kwanzaa. At least it will come with some financial engineering. <laughs> Kwanzaa doesn't, you know, so they don't teach even Christmas itself, Christmas. Monday night, Tucker Carlson did an entire follow-up segment on Kanye West, and not once did he mention his anti-Semitic threats on Twitter. <music> Kanye Elon Trump. Add a fourth name, perhaps. The New Apostolic Reformation. You want some serious religious hatred? How about people for whom anti-Semitism is not enough? They hate all of us, and they intend to run the government and run it against us. That's next. This is Countdown. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is brought to you by Terminix. Terminix can't help you run for office or take on the country's biggest problems, but they can help you solve one of the peskiest problems at home, pests. 
You know, the ants in your kitchen, the roaches under your sink, even the termites in the walls. Because when pests show up, so does Terminix. No matter what type of pest it is, they can Terminix it fast with personalized pest care that puts you in control. Their expertly trained technicians may not know intricate political strategy, but they know their local pest pressures. And with customized plans tailored to your specific situation, you get everything you need to not just get pests out, but keep them out for good. Between their speedy service, caring technicians, and over 95 years of experience, it's no mystery why they're trusted by homes and businesses everywhere. So if you have a pest problem, don't stress it, Terminix it. Visit Terminix.com to book your appointment online today. That's T E R M I N I X.com to book online today. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. To continue with this special edition of Countdown in the wake of Trump's social media post demanding, quote, U.S. Jews have to get their act together and appreciate what they have in Israel before it is too late, exclamation point. Besides the connection to the evangelicals, return of Christ, rapture, all the Jews convert or die jazz, there is another part to this. Trump is again portraying to the evangelicals the Jews as part of the other And in the other, they have plenty of company. For a lot of fundamentalists, politics is everything because politics is how they will get rid of the other, which is you, me, everybody who isn't a fundamentalist Christian. This is from the August 22nd edition of Countdown. For at least the second time in a month, Florida Governor Ron DeSantis closed a political speech by telling a rabid theocratic crowd, quote, put on the full armor of God, take a stand against the left's scheme. But unlike DeSantis's previous conflation of religion and politics, this was not in his home state. It was in Pittsburgh on behalf of the Republican nominee for governor of Pennsylvania, Doug Mastriano. And Mastriano, in turn, is being protected on the campaign trail by his own private security team, led by a self-professed minister of the LifeGate Evangelical Church named James Emery. And James Emery, in turn, says one of the other members of the Mastriano Guard is Scott Nagel, who was until recently listed as a regional leader of the Oath Keepers militia. And this is just the beginning. The new apostolic reformation is bringing its Reawaken America tour Yes, the apt acronym is RAT 
to Mannheim, Pennsylvania in October. And guess what? They're not going to be there to support John Fetterman for governor. This is not just your average snakes and exorcisms religious nut crowd. This one has merged with the Trump nut crowd. Featured tour speakers for RAT run the gamut from the well-known Christo-fascists like these new apostles and Pastor Mark Burns and Pastor Phil Hotzenpiller, who says the Bible proves CNN is Chinese, and Mike Lindell from them to General Michael Flynn, to Alex Jones, to Roger Stone, to Ken Paxton, to Cash Patel, to Donald Trump Jr., It was not Sinclair Lewis who wrote, when fascism comes to America, it will be wrapped in the flag and carrying a cross. And also the quote leaves out the last element, it will be firing guns. Its ultimate target is the secular government of the United States. Its short-term target is the Democratic Party and also members of other religions. The new polling of registered voters taken by NBC News after the search at Mar-a-Lago gives some hope that at least... Some people are beginning to at least recognize the danger. Most important issue with percentages, reading up crime, 6%, abortion, 8 climate change, 9 immigration, 13 jobs slash economy, 14 cost of living, 16 threats to democracy, 21. Of course, there is an asterisk there at the 21%. Yes, it is impressive that more than a fifth of all voters see threats to democracy as the biggest issue of the day. But in the mice type of the poll, there is no party breakdown between Democrats and Republicans. So we don't know how many Democrats oppose threats to democracy as opposed to the Republicans who favor them. God knows these threats are cascading down upon us and to go all biblical on you. It's time for the scales to fall from your eyes about them. The threat to democracy is groups like the New Apostles and their rat tour. They have declared war on this country. And the only great replacement that Tucker Jiminy Glick Carlson keeps repeating like a sprinkler going off is actually a description of what the evangelicals want to do with and to the rest of us. And they are acting with impunity now. An impunity imparted to them by Trump and the ancient creaking, we have all the time in the world government that does not understand this threat, nor its imminence. On Saturday night, a former candidate in a Republican primary for the House from the New Jersey 3rd dropped out of the race for the school board of Hamilton Township. That's next to Trenton, adjoining, where else, the Pennsylvania border. Nicholas Ferrara said only... In light of recent events, I will be dropping out. Best of luck to the other candidates. Those, quote, recent events, unquote, were the uncovering by Politico of Ferrara's posts on the extremist site Gab from January. Quote, I'm all for, in capital letters, quote, execution of the Marxist communist Jews who really are fake Jew Luciferian synagogue of Satan effers. So a down and dirty assessment of each and every Jew and every person of every religion must be made on an individual basis to separate the wheat from the chaff. The chaff gets thrown into the lake of fire. End psychotic quote. Take this man seriously. He is not some guy living in the woods burning his own excrement for fuel. He is a real estate agent and attorney He claims to have finished second in his class at Rutgers Law School. He posted all of that about executing the Jews 
and then ran for the Republican nomination for the United States House of Representatives. There were 32,000 votes. This pig got 2,800 of them. When he dropped out of the school board race because he called for another Holocaust, he didn't even try to apologize or distance himself. This is a man who should be receiving care somewhere. They are all men and women who should be receiving care somewhere. But in the last 30 years, we have let down our guard and our understanding of how easily people will join cults and crackpot religions and authoritarian groups and the worshipers of one man rule. These people are the threats to democracy. And Doug Mastriano and Ron DeSantis are ready to use these people to gain personal power. Ron DeSantis. As my friend of half a century, the Philadelphia news writer Will Bunch noted, at five foot eight, Ron DeSantis is the living embodiment of what a later friend of mine, the great Jimmy Breslin, once wrote about Rudy Giuliani. He's a small man in search of a balcony. We must stop the small men now. We must destroy the balconies now before it is too late. And this Ferrara is just the worst of the ones from just this past weekend. Mark Fincham is the election-denying Republican candidate for Secretary of State in Arizona. Carrie Lake, the washed-up newscaster from that state who saw a career opportunity in fascism and is now the Republican nominee for governor of that state. Fincham and Lake had each endorsed Jaron Jackson, one of the Republicans, in the runoff for the seat in the Oklahoma State Senate race in District 2, that's just northeast of Tulsa. It turned out Friday that Jackson has said, quote, I'm not beholden to Jews or any other groups. I ain't owned by the Jews. All Jews will go to hell if they don't believe the gospel of Jesus Christ, just like everybody else, unquote. But wait, Jackson is an equal opportunity gutter snipe. LGTBQ, he says, is using language designed by Satan. LGTBQ is the gateway to pedophilia, unquote. When Carrie Lake's endorsement of Jackson was called out by the Arizona Congressman Ruben Gallego, Carrie Lake responded by attacking Gallego. Finally, somebody with half a brain in her campaign convinced her to say something else. Quote, I obviously rescind my endorsement, she said, if... His reported comments are true, if. And as of Sunday night, Fincham has not only not rescinded his endorsement of this Jackson, he hasn't even addressed the vile bile. Not surprising, Fincham was endorsed by Gab's CEO, Andrew Torba, who claims America is run by a, quote, Judeo-Bolshevik group. Fincham hasn't repudiated Torba either. Lake's action was almost a surprise. CNN reports that last November she posed at a campaign event with Grayson Arnold, whom CNN identified as a Nazi sympathizer who calls Hitler, quote, a complicated historical figure which many people misunderstand. As crazy as this sounds, if this were all somehow limited to religion and religious prejudice, we might still get a handle on it. America has ground religious prejudice into the dirt before, and we could do it again. But Saturday in Florida, a Republican primary candidate for Congress from the 16th, that's Sarasota, Florida, Martin Hyde posted a video to YouTube saying that the FBI search for missing nuclear documents at Trump's crap shack was an assault on every American. And quoting Hyde, I wish they'd turn up at my home because they'd have gone home in a body bag. 
Nothing further from Hyde, nor from the Republican Party, and Hyde is on the ballot tomorrow. And it was the worst statement by a Florida Republican in nearly 24 hours. On Friday, Luis Miguel, the Republican running for the State House in Florida District 20, that's St. Augustine, tweeted, quote, under my plan, all Floridians will be able to shoot FBI, IRS, ATF, and all other federal troops on site. Twitter, Twitter immediately banned this idiot, Luis Miguel, the Republican Party. Luis Miguel is still on the primary ballot tomorrow. These are all from this past weekend only. These people are the proverbial clear and present danger to the country. They do not believe in democracy. They do not believe in elections. They do not believe in laws. They believe in authoritarian fascism. And if they give you a chance to ask why or on what basis, they will say, God told me, or Trump told me, or Trump is God, or I don't have to answer your goddamn questions. What further evidence do any of us need? The New York Republican House candidate saying Merrick Garland, quote, should be executed a week ago, then saying, oh, I was just being facetious. The Nazi flags outside the Turning Point USA Youth Conference on July 23rd. The Ohio State representative who wants the Holocaust to be taught from all perspectives, including that of a Nazi soldier. The Alabama government ordering a reporter out of an official event because her skirt and her open-toed shoes were too revealing, too revealing for her to report from and be a witness to an execution. The Texas State Republican Party adopting a plank reading, quote, homosexuality is an abnormal lifestyle choice on June 18th and calling for the repeal of the 1965 Voting Rights Act and replacing the public vote in Texas with a Texas state electoral college. The former solicitor general of Texas trying to restrict anti-HIV drugs because he thinks they, quote, encourage homosexual behavior, prostitution, sexual promiscuity. Senate candidate J.D. Vance trying to limit divorce in Ohio last month. Senator Braun of Indiana saying interracial marriage should be left to the states. The Trump supporters buying CNN, the richest of them saying it should now model its programming after Brett Baer on Fox Nudes. Or maybe we should go back to the source, to original material from that group I mentioned first here, the New Apostolic Reformation. This is them in Atlanta in July, a packed arena, thousands of people chanting with them. New Apostolic Reformation, N-A-R, mixed with MAGA, mixed with a thing called Flashpoint and the turnaround, and this, this nightmare... This ultimate threat to democracy, the recitation of something they call the Watchman Decree. Whereas we, the church, are God's governing body on the earth, whereas we have been given legal power from heaven and now exercise our authority, whereas we are God's ambassadors and spokespeople Whereas because of our covenant with God, we are equipped. 
that's their leader, Dutch. Dutch goes on for nearly four minutes. Let me cut to the chase. That was worthy of Nuremberg rallies, Dutch. The Watchman Decree, people publicly announcing that the laws, the elections, the history of this country are no longer valid, that they believe God has anointed Trump, or they pretend to believe that God has anointed Trump, and that they are in charge, that they, quote, have been given legal power from heaven and now exercise our authority. And what do we do now? On Thursday, a man named Oliver Yannick was arrested at a resort in Tablas in the Philippines. The government considered him a fugitive from justice in Germany and had acted in coordination with the German embassy. In April, a court in Munich had issued a warrant for Oliver Yannick for public incitement to commit criminal offenses. Specifically, this Oliver Yannick was charged with telling his social media followers to execute politicians. The Germans, with the help of the government of the Philippines, not exactly liberal land, have arrested him and he will be returned for trial in Munich. How many of these people here in America walking around free right now. How many of these threats to democracy that are finally perceived as the most important issue, not just in an election, but the most important issue of our time, how many of them have used social media or other public platforms to call for executions? It's called stochastic terrorism, terrorism by proxy. I say it, you do it. 11 days ago, a man had heard only a few days worth of these sirens calls, and he tried to get into the FBI headquarters in Cincinnati to kill FBI agents. I'm sorry. It is the last question I want to ask. It is the last step I want to contemplate. But as calls for executions, executions of religious minorities, that's what the candidate said. Kill all of the Jews. Executions of FBI agents. That's what the other candidate said. Executions of the attorney general. As these calls ring out from people in every corner of this Christo-fascist movement, where are the arrest warrants for those who threaten American leaders and American FBI agents and ordinary American citizens with death? That's Countdown. Most of our music, including our theme from Beethoven's Ninth, was arranged, produced, and performed by Brian Ray and John Philip Chenail, who are the Countdown musical directors. All orchestration and keyboards by John Philip Chenail. Guitars, bass, and drums by Brian Ray, produced by TKO Brothers. Other Beethoven selections have been arranged and performed by No Horns Allowed. That's Countdown for this, the 650th day since Donald Trump's first attempted coup against the democratically elected government of the United States. Arrest him now while we still can. A new episode tomorrow. Until then, I'm Keith Olbermann. Good morning, good afternoon, good night, and good luck.
Countdown with Keith Olbermann is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month no matter what kind of entertainment you love addicted to true crime catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on a e crime central crave adventure explore asian action movies on hayah searching for something extreme check out skating snowboarding and more on fuel tv plus the global home of action sports and find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's hit nation playlist there's new free shows and movies to love every week say free this week in your xfinity voice remote live nation presents concert week Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club.